the Minnesota Football Show, your regular dose of smart, socially aware, and occasionally snarky news and commentary about local, national, and international soccer. The Minnesota Football Show co-hosts are Bridget McDowell and Sheila Reed, produced and co-hosted by Rodrigo Sanchez Javeria and Eric Silva Renner. You can follow the Minnesota Football Show at MN Football Show on your social media platform of choice. Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Welcome to another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. I am your co-host, or one of your amazing co-hosts, Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria. And I'm joined today by a wonderful, my wonderful teammates, uh, Eric and Bridget. Um, you guys alive? Doing good? Doing all right. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Bare, bare minimum. <laughs> low bar. Apparently, I need, apparently, you all need to have half a bottle of whiskey before you go to bed to, to, to wake up as cheery I mean, as I am today. I wish. I wish that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do that either. Not even close. Yeah. I was kind of jealous when you saw that you were tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I want to come drink half a bottle of Jameson right now. I mean, you should have texted that, me. You got uh, my number. Was that late birthday celebration or is that for uh, uh, International Workers' Day? Happy Happy Labor Day, everybody that's listening. Can I just uh, take credit for all of it? Sure. Yeah. All right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I was... Um, it was like, I did this. <laughs> I did this. This is me. <laughs> I'm celebrating my... No, um... Saturday was uh, I'm coaching again. So Saturday we had this tournament at McMurray Fields, and so I was, um, and so I was like the whole day. I was there from like literally ten to like five thirty. So I had four games, coached two teams, like so just you know in and out, in and out. Like like Nubia makes fun of me because when we go on trips, I overpack. I'm the overpacker guy. I'm, the, I'm that person. I will overpack, right? But I, I, I packed extra stuff for this tournament because it was close to my house. So, like, if I and I left Santi with my dad the whole day, so like, I knew that if I needed to dry or change, I could go somewhere and change. And so, like, I bought an extra, four extra pairs of socks because I was wearing double socks because I want to be out there. I didn't want to get super wet. Two pairs of shoes, like three pairs of long sleeves. Right, two pairs of pants. I didn't know. So like eventually, like, you know, and like two pairs of underwear. But eventually it all came very well. Anyways, I coached. I was tired. I had a great time with my kids. Um, um, both of my teams did did pretty okay. They did, you know, it's the first time they've played in a while, so it was fine. Um, it's more about just getting out there and getting the repetitions. And then um and then a good friend, uh, um, Christopher, uh asked me if we Stop by and we're like, all right. So then, you know, we just talked soccer, a lot of Minnesota United, a lot of life stuff, and literally red solo cups. And I don't know, two hours later, half a bottle of uh, whiskey is gone. And ah, I feel guilty. That's where that's where it comes in. <laughs> I feel guilty well done, because well like, done. my dad, no, my dad, my grandpa, 
it was like the one was like when you when you open a bottle you gotta finish it type of thing right he's like you know totally tell that my family has some alcohol issues related to it but regardless <laughs> right like i like halfway like when we're done it's like oh we finished half the bottle i was like well might as well finish the whole thing it's like no we gotta get going i was like i was like all right all right, all right. and i feel guilty about that for a bit but but it was great you know it was like it was great to be able to, to talk to another human being that i really enjoy <laughs> having around and just um I never really started liking whiskey until Christopher started shoving it in my face at the black cart. And then I was like, this is not bad. And then I found out that scotch actually is his favorite drink. So I was like, oh, I had never had the scotch. So I guess I'm going to have to drink scotch next. So we'll see. We'll keep you up. Well, I didn't get to see any didn't get to see any cool humans, but I'd just like to plug one of the best films I've seen in a very long time, which is Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I cannot recommend it enough to both of you, to all the listeners. Um totally worth seeing in the theater right now i'm sure it'll be streaming shortly too if you don't want to do that uh but try not to make any spoilers i knew very little going in and i just know a couple little tidbits because i'm a huge michelle Yeoh fan i have been for oh three decades <laughs> a very long time and amazingly she looks the same as she did 30 years ago that woman <laughs> does not age she's i don't know oh uh, spec i don't know superhuman um it's it's phenomenal. Like you'll laugh, you'll cry. There's obviously spectacular uh, martial arts and fight scenes and things too, and it's great. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It's it's if you like the original Matrix, if you liked um, Sorry to Bother You, it's kind of somewhere sandwiched between there, but it really stands on its own. It's its own entity. It's really really good. I, I feel like everyone on Twitter has seen it. Uh, so I'm seeing little. Little notes about it, and yeah, not not a single bad review. So, yeah. uh, once it's we'll to check it out. Didn't yeah. Michelle also have a recurring role in Discovery, the the Star Trek series? She, yeah, I never caught that one because I didn't have the, the, oh, the streaming at that, that point. Like, yeah, you, I, I I think did, did they kill her off though, or did she just stop? I mean, she only did one season, so I'm not no, sure. No, no, she's in the second season. It's weird because they oh, did okay. this whole this whole like time travel thing, or like. You know, like it's so popular to do multiverses nowadays, right? So, like, it's kind of one of those things. And she comes back as a different person. So it's like, but she she's amazing. They're amazing. There's so I, I watch. I have a couple movie. other friends that are they're just getting that into entry point, and I'm just like, how deep do you want to go down this hole? Because like, I specifically <laughs> remember back when I was like in middle school, and I had a friend of a friend whose parents were from Hong Kong, and would always get us like bootleg uh, Hong Kong action films and like anime and all that stuff. And and he's the one that eventually down the road I got the Super Cop VHS and like of course I knew Jackie Chan, but he's just like no 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 this just watch it's not about Jackie Chan it's about who he's basically saying to the world this 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 is the new one this this is the one you need to pay attention to and just blew me away amazing but anyway Bridget what you got anything else uh no it's been pretty. Just kind of laying low. Currently on antibiotics, so I'm not having a whole lot of fun. Uh, what's what's going on there? Uh, my allergist referred me to an ENT just to like rule out uh, like structural problems that might be causing the like year long sinus infections. Um, and basically, he thinks that like I have an old infection that's still kind of 
lingering. So. Oh, wild. Okay. Yeah. So he threw me on 14 days of doxycycline, which is like one of the strongest nasty antibiotics. Um, and then I go back in. So that was on Tuesday. I go back next week uh, and we'll do like a CT scan and, and see where all the inflammation is. Um, but yeah, just just messing with all the allergies and oh, yeah. yeah yeah i've been sneezing it's like pain. crazy i know but, it's but that's like, another yeah. that's another level though i hope i hope you get better <laughs> soon well, yeah. i mean it's it's weird because like i don't i don't feel like i mean i've had sinus infections all the time and i feel okay right now um so it's not like active crazy but uh my primary referred me to the allergist to get a allergy test because i haven't had one since i was like five six I've, I've never had one is that the one where like they poke you with everything in the world well yeah so that's that's one way they do it like on your arm or on your back um so when i was little it was on my back and it was like my entire back um so she referred me to get a new one and you have to t- stop taking any antihistamines so i dropped oh, like my over-the-counter geez. zyrtec uh and i go in there and it turns out one of the other medications i'm on which is actually for headaches also functions as an antihistamine. Um, so I couldn't do the skin test unless I dropped that for, I think it was like 10 days, which I like, I cut my dose brutal. once for two days and I wanted to shoot myself. So I was like, brutal, yeah, brutal. no, that's not happening. Um, so we just did like a blood test uh, okay. and then they can kind of test for other things, but um, it's not as, uh, it's not as accurate. And it actually turned up mm. like I reacted to nothing. He's like, you have no allergy allergies. I was like, dude, I like when I walk outside, I feel like someone hit me with a baseball bat in the spring. Like I'm allergic to something. He's like, well, yeah. it's not in your blood. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Great. So, <laughs> it's not in your blood. So, so I went to the ENT and he's like, well, you're obviously That'll be $500. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, the <laughs> blood test was like four hundred after uh, after my insurance. So, um, which is funny because a skin test would be like seventy dollars. Uh, but yeah, the ENT is like obviously you're allergic to something. I was like, yeah, I I know. Thank you. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's just been kind of an endless cycle of bouncing yeah. back and forth between everyone's different philosophies on. Does that on does that stuff. mean that? It- I'm gonna to have to come come to you on May 16th after my game to meet you somewhere, like in your house or outside, and we just hang out and kick a kick yeah. We can, we can definitely meet up. That's fine. Okay, sounds yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't want to like my like no, I already been talking to Nubia about how excited I am today. I get to I get to go like I told Nubia I was like I rarely get excited to go outside of the Twin Cities, <laughs> specifically in Maramirai. <laughs> Right, but the fact that I get to go out there and I get to hang out with Bridget after my game, that's good. Yeah. You're on my calendar, man. Yep. So he was this so oh. newbie was like, Oh, this is newbie's like, You're so dumb and cute at the same time. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> So you well, that's an extremely long, extremely long intro, basically, because we have no uh Minnesota United to talk about on this episode since they're playing uh West Coast time. Uh, I think it's a nine o'clock kickoff, so with luck they'll be done before midnight, but probably not. Um so Tune into uh, Rodrigo's side project uh, over at 55.1 and Dave's and everybody else. They'll let you know what happened. We will not. I'm not getting bad in it because I'll be long in bed. <laughs> um, 
but we can talk about uh, some other things. There's lots of other football to speak of. Let's start with NWSL. I'll let Rodrigo run with this. So you've got the the cup still happening, the Challenge Cup, and they their actual season actually started as well. And so we had um, was this the season opener, the Angel City versus uh, North yeah. Carolina first match? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. A season Go ahead, opener. take it away. Fun match. And no, it was because uh, they're playing in the LAFC stadium. So there's um, and I mean quickly, you know, um, Angel City scored five. Let's say four minutes in, scored a, a goal, right, and then. Ten minutes after that, Endo, who was amazing, by the way. If you don't know who Endo is, like, boom, Endo. Just so cool to say. 13th, 13th minute score, another was 2-0. And this is the courage that, you know, like, we, we they, they, they they can play, right? They, they've won the... Def- defending champs, right? Yeah. Well, no, they didn't win it last year, I don't think. Oh, Portland won it last year, that's right. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they, they were in the championship. They, they yep, they, they've won it a couple yeah. times, so it's not like they're... Uh, uh, Dabinia and the 51, 51 score, but that's when it started getting really chippy. Like mm-hmm. uh, North Carolina courage just started just like literally bodying people, and I was like, I was like, ooh, this could get ugly. But uh, perhaps to Angel City, they 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 bunkered and they 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 did their stuff. And what a what a great start to a season when you are able to you know uh, defeat. Um, North Carolina courage at your home turf. So I mean that was that was a fun yeah. game to watch. Nubia was really excited. Nubia also let me know that uh, like for some reason the audio production was horrible because in addition to hearing the commentators, you can also hear the the uh, I, I guess I don't know the the mic people or the people the the, the sound production people that they were t- talking amongst themselves. So you can hear them at the same time. So it was like really weird. But hopefully you get some of those bugs figure out and you know at least they're not using the VO like the uh, MLS Next Pro is using in order to be able to get all the video shots so that, that that's a plus in that sense but yeah overall I want, go ahead I want to I going to mention two other kind of side related things not necessarily to the game but before the match started we had the official signing and handshaking of the first ever um, CBA saw that go down so Good to see that officially done. So the players get some protect protections, at least <laughs> there's still kind of very minimal protections, but some better than none. And, um, and the stars were out, the stars aligned. Um, oh, wow. I just had a, my brain just literally shut down. What's your, uh, the owner help me out. Mia Hamm. Which one? <laughs> there's so many. Yeah. Which there. one? They're all, they're all like I'm just, they Hollywood. Were, they Hollywood. were all, they were Lady all there. Thor? They were all there. Yeah, yeah Lady Thor. Why can't I think of her name? Jane Foster? Lady That's, Thor? No, her, her real name, man. Come on. <laughs> Princess. Uh... Oh, man. See? I don't <laughs> feel it was bad. This, this is, this, this <laughs> is what happens with after him. you turn 40 years old. <laughs> the brain just dies. Yeah. Um, Come on. You can, can do it. Her name? Uh, just keep Hold mentioning names. Black Swan. This, let's just keep mentioning movies until he figures it out. <laughs> Not Natalie, Natalie, <laughs> Natalie Portman. Oh dear Lord! Wow, I'm editing that. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, uh, I'll keep it in just because it makes us look exactly oh like God. we are. That's yeah. <laughs> no brutal. one's surprised by this exchange. Absolutely <laughs> brutal. No, everyone so Natalie was Portman that, right? and a bunch Natalie of other was... stars. Yes. Yeah, um, and they they had like a whole 
a whole like fan meetup thing before and I know local media was there and there was there's quite a bit of national media there too. Uh, Jamie Ucas, who used to work here in Minnesota, um, was there for CBS. So I think they'll have a story soon. Um, everyone was there. Everyone's talking about it. And uh, yeah, Portman, Mia Hamm, Glennon Doyle, and Abby Wambach. No, those, those two are Everybody. fun to watch together. Yes, yeah. yes. So final two one there. Any other uh, NWSL things you want to talk about, Rodrigo? Uh, or Portland Thorn defeated Kansas City. Um, the Chicago Red Stars defeated the Racing Louisville two to one. Today's matches, Sunday's matches. Uh, you know, Washington Spirit with the All Rain. That should be a good game. And their uh, Spirits unveiling their championship banner. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be bigger oh, cool. than New York City FCs, right? <laughs> I, I hear little... it will be, yes. <laughs> printout. <laughs> Computer printout. It's Amazing. the Kinko's version. The Kinko's. Uh, cool. <laughs> well, let's jump to MLS. Uh, we can do some recapping from yesterday. The, I guess the big narrative story for today is uh, Nashville are opening. How do you pronounce it? Is it Giotis or Giotis? It's a company of some kind, however you pronounce it. Uh, it is the largest football-specific stadium in the United States at 30,000. Uh, looks pretty beautiful, so that'll be cool. Good on them. Finally, get to have some home games. Right, right. Uh, but let's talk a little about Saturday. Uh, where should we start with video? You want to talk about this Houston-Austin and the uh, downtown uh, half line or the midfield chip? Pretty spectacular from Houston. I mean, it, it was it was one of these games that, like, you know, like, like Austin. At the beginning of the season, we were always saying, "Well, Austin plays Cincinnati. Austin play Miami, and they put like you know almost close to ten goals, if not more." Um, are they really a, a scoring powerhouse? And they've been, you know, averaging about two goals a game in a sense, right? Um, and this game, five minutes in. One of the Austin uh, players uh, decides to play the ball back to to the keeper and totally misplays the ball and literally almost puts it in front of Darwin Quintero. So our uh, our our, um, our MLS magician Brad, uh, without writing his uh, what is the thing that they write in Harry Potter that a broom? It's, it really is a broom. It doesn't have a name. It's just called a broom, really. Okay. Well, he rides his broom and he tries to tries to uh, clear it, and his clear is that a good clear. And then um, one of the Houston players is literally just he gets the ball, and and you can see Brad just running back, um, trying to get to a ball, and then he gets chipped literally like what fifty yards out, and the ball just at goes least. in. Right. He gets a it hand right at it, on the but line. the ball goes in, and um, that's how you start uh, this game. But um, but then Austin the came back, right? Harry Potter's broom is the Nimbus three thousand. Nimbus, that's right. Nimbus, is it? Yep. Nimbus isn't isn't Nimbus also the name of the cloud in Dragon Ball? It's the name of cloud in general. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, Austin for real. Once again, he, I mean, it's it sh- this shows the grit too. Even though they go down on a just a a spectacular goal, they get kind of punched in the face. They. They come right back, win it two to one. And currently, granted, um, LAFC has not played Minnesota yet, but right now they're number one in the West. It's, what are you going to do? It's real. Austin FC. 
Cincinnati will uh, actually Toronto host this match and Cincinnati win two to one. Uh, I don't know if you have anything about this one. I didn't get a chance to see anything. Uh, Luke, Luca, Lucho, Lucha Costa is just tearing it up for Cincinnati. Like, how did we not pick up Lucho Costa? <laughs> or I thought about that might might have been. I don't know, but I always thought he was he's a good player and he's beginning to hit the stride at Cincinnati. So um, Toronto just keeps on being. I mean, Toronto. I don't know. Toronto is they're they're only a point behind one another. I, I was curious where Cincinnati was landing right now. So Cincinnati is eleven and Toronto is seven, but they're only split by a single point. Yeah, That's interesting. It should be interesting. Hopefully, Toronto was able to to figure things out as well too. Still early, so we'll yeah. see. Uh, tell me what happened here. Either one of you, Salt Lake and LA Galaxy, kind of a surprising result. One nil to Salt Lake. Um, I, you know, all I know is that, I don't know, it's, um, it's, it's RSL needed that win, like really did that they weren't, they weren't, they weren't playing real well. And, um, there was like some offside calls some controversial calls in some sort of sense, but overall, like, I think the goal came in the 49th minute by, uh, by Silva, like you scored Eric. <laughs> we're everywhere. Right. I'm, I'm, <laughs> we, I'm, we, we were very good at the colonizing and the genociding. Sorry. That's right. That's, right. that's why we're for Real Madrid, too. Still can't get any money out of that. Yep. So. Um, let's, I, I'm going to speed through these. You, you cut me off if you want to uh, focus on one or the other. So, Montreal, 2-1 uh, to one over Atlanta. Uh, Columbus, 3-0 over DC. I feel bad United. about that one because one of the goals was actually... You know, you know who the goalkeeper is for Atlanta, right? Uh, Bobby. I did. Bobby Shuttleworth. Oh, okay. So I feel bad every time someone scores on Bobby. And this, this is his first start, right? Mm, yeah, this is first start. Okay. Horrible defending on, uh, on set pieces. That's all I got to say. He, he knows a, that uh, position I, well. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor guy. Man. Um. I, I remember following this one along. Does this Montreal second goal come late? Because for a long time it was one-one, right? Um, I think so. Let me um quickly pull this. It's up okay. Here. Yeah, I'll keep rolling. Uh, New England two-nil over Inter Miami. Orlando gets a two-one over Charlotte. Chicago hosts Red Bulls and they lose one to two to the Red Bulls. Um, I'll wait for. Well, we're gonna go. You probably want to talk about this one a little bit. Uh, Sporting KC in Dallas tie two-two with a pretty spectacular. Um, it was a corner kick, if I'm not, or was it? No, it was a free kick, right? Or was it a corner? It was a, it was free, a free kick. kick. Yeah, go ahead, take it away. I mean, this 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 free kick is just like literally outside the twenty on the left side, and gosh, puts it right up ninety on the back post. Uh, SKC defender tries to head it out, and you know, but it was already inside. It was uh, that was just a that was great. We had a really hard time. He was showing us the replay before we started recording. It was it was difficult to tell exactly what happened in the box, but it was going in regardless. I think it's the yeah, end, it's the end so, of yeah, simple yeah, story. <laughs> um, Should have done the combo call- and tried to bicycle kick it and failed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do something. And then, and then and then turn and point point the finger at somebody exactly. else. That's Truck. right. Or throw your hands Yours. up in the air and be like, "Yeah, hands up." What? How did it Colorado happen again? To- that's right. 2-0 over Portland. Uh, Rodrigo or Rigid, I know you guys want to talk a little bit about uh, 
this <laughs> the the whole there's like an entire subplot of Diego Rubio in this match. So go ahead and take it away. <laughs> oh, so like Diego Rubio scores um on a beautiful free kick. Um, I think it was what's um it was geez the thirtieth minute, right? I think it is beautiful. It's probably one of the you know if it's he literally bends it right over the 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 wall and sticks it almost to the far post, right? So like yeah. the keeper didn't even have to move. But then Diego Rubio already is in a yellow and decides to slide and take someone out as trying to pressure. And boom, second yellow. Right? Super late. Like th- Super the ball late. wasn't was even like, in the frame, I don't the 60, think. It was in the 63rd <laughs> minute. You know, he's like, like, you see the you see the the uh, lines person just waving the flag and then we see the replay and we're like, yeah, that's a yellow. We're like, there's no way you're gonna slide <laughs> and take someone out and not be a yellow. And then he's complaining that you know it wasn't a yellow. And I'm like, yeah, no, you can complain all you want. That's a yellow anyway. You can see it. Uh, but then, like, literally, this game had like I think seven minutes of extra time, and Portland had like literally 30 minutes to try to score a goal. And I just, and um, Aspria, they had chances. Aspria had chances, but it's just, you know, I don't know, like these last couple of years, like I think the rivalry between at least me is just, I really like watching Minnesota play Portland and just try to figure out that rivalry eventually will pick up. But watching Portland implode is, is probably one of my favorite things to watch too, besides Atlanta. I don't know why. It's just one of those things. But then um, you know we all we all wonder why, and I've said it on this podcast and many other opportunities why like I always like um, Barrios. He's tiny and he's got weird hair color, but he's fast and he will probably be fast until he's sixty five. Probably at the age he's sixty five, he can still outrun me. Um, but um, they played a long ball out, a corner ball. He controls it, and then he just holds the defense right. He's like he's dribbling at them, but slowly. And, like, no one's figuring out that, that, that Kay's making a run. He puts the ball beautifully in front of Kay. Kay cuts it back, uses his left, and just scores in the 95th minute. So uh, Portland taking a page out of last year's uh, Minnesota United when they play with a, with a man up. Uh, just, uh, yeah, that was, the, that was the game that I was like, wow, that's crazy. So as things stand before the match, Tonight, I mean, there, there's an opportunity here for Minnesota. I mean, granted, they're playing one of the best teams in the league. It's who knows what's going to happen. However, if they're able to pull it off and take some points uh, with Salt Lake beating Galaxy and then Houston also losing to Austin, uh, if they're able to jump to 17 points, that could put them in third place right now. So I know that's that's people are going to laugh at this in 24 hours from now, probably. But I'm just saying there's space it's, right now. I mean, it's for something it's, to happen. It's tight in the top seven. Um, yep. I I do think it's funny that right now this table for the West looks basically the opposite of, of last season. All mm-hmm. three Texas teams are, are in the top seven. Are crushing. Right? Yeah. Austin, LAFC, LA Galaxy, FC Dallas, RSL, Minnesota, and Houston. And then you have Sporting KC and Seattle, Portland, Vancouver yeah. down in the bottom. Yeah, um, I mean, we'll th- talk about it. Things will change. Things will mm-hmm. change quickly, obviously, and it's early right. yet. We know that, but um, after, yeah, a lot of lot of things can happen here with the middle. After of the, the Star table. Wars weekend, 
uh, Seattle is going to wake up. Just wait. Because <laughs> that's what they're preparing um, is, to, is to do great things on Star Wars weekend. So, Let me get your takes for tonight. How are you all feeling against uh, LAFC? I mean, it depends. Is, is, is Vela still injured? Was he still like um, on an account? I don't remember, but a good question. Not sure. I, I mean, I love Acosta. I have him on my fantasy team, but I love Kellen Acosta. It's like it's he's finally settling in his role and he's and he's just doing great things. I think I, I think it's it's a tough opponent, but I also think that um, that we can that we can walk out with points in this game, right? I think. Um, if and we can talk about this because uh, a lot of people apparently um, on our, the Minnesota United uh, Twitter sphere are you know have questions regarding um, how do how do we switch Bongi and 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 Danladi? How do we use them? Well, how we've we been using them the last two games, switching to this like attacking four four two and defending four five one formation, and and how that can you know kind of plug up the middle and create chances. Uh, I think, you know, um, uh, in midst of my my whiskey drinking yesterday, like we really talked a lot about how like Minnesota, like I didn't realize how dependent Minnesota was on fullback um, availability to penetrate and do that. And, you know, Metanier, Chase, uh, how dependent we were on that to be able to create part of our offense until, you know, these last couple of games. Right. Like we, we've seen it. And when we switch to, switch to this four four two, then like Danladi and Bongi are the ones making those penetrating runs, overlapping runs, and then kind of like giving our defense somewhat of a not break, but more of a steady um, defensive poise. Um, so I think we could, you know, I, I can see a tie. I can also see us losing three <laughs> nothing. Like, I mean, like yep. you know, and it's I a can, fine line. It's, it's a, a fine, very line. fine yep. line. It depends. It depends how we defend. It depends how we want to go out to it. It depends how. If we're willing to change the tempo when we want to chase for the game, right? If we feel like we want to do right. that, right? It all really if that team sense. gets hot and Bella and Bella is on fire, it could be a very, very long day. But then, you, like you said, they, they they could be cold as well. Maybe Vela's not playing or he's injured still or whatever the case. And yeah, maybe you steal a point, maybe you win. I don't know. I got no idea. We'll find out. Um, Bridget, anything to add? I mean, it. so much of it is going to depend on midfield, obviously. Uh, Will Trap is out, suspended on that uh, yellow card accumulation from last week. Um, oh, interesting. That's in the utility man out for the season. So the, there's going to be yeah. some growing pains in, in midfield here. What do, you, um, what do you see? What do you think is going to happen there? I don't know. <laughs> what, maybe, do, we have, do we have a dual, uh, dual Honduran? situation probably i think it almost has to be right that'd be interesting i think you you need to figure out who works who works well with will trap i think these last two games i uh i've realized like last season we saw a lot of will trap coming to the center backs and getting the ball and starting the offense from that deep right and getting those passes out to reynoso or to greg or whoever else could be able to create the offense upper now ariaga is doing that so when Ariaga is there, he comes in and grabs the ball, right? His, his passing percentage is pretty good. Then then Trap's already up higher, so when he gets the ball, he can make those connecting quick passes as well, too. So I think that's one thing, right? I think if 
I think the thing that we need to really talk about it is perhaps if we want to slow them down, then we're really going to have to, as as Bridget said, win that win that midfield battle. And one way you can do that is by plugging it up in some sort of sense. Like, like is this an opportunity where, like, at the 60th minute, you search that four four two four five one type of thing, and you let Reynoso kind of hide behind the flying V in a sense, right, of the midfielders that we will have, and just pick apart what he can do and then try to get some of those long balls in or just straight passes out there. Who knows? Right. I mean, like, I like the four, four, two. I mean, you, and then you have to be prepared. LA, LAFC, sorry, is going to do everything possible to stop Reno. So that this is one of those teams that's going to, I mean, priority number one is hacking at the ankles of Reno. So uh, to stop him because they know that that's the game plan. Um, if it is to. a four, if it is a four four two, you have to hope that uh, someone like Lude is in the top two, rather than this is the... um this is Latif blessing too, right? Yep, he's been coming off the bench. So yeah, oh, but that dude, that dude fantastic. loves Minnesota. He, that that yeah. dude loves yeah. destroying Minnesota. <laughs> yep, and yeah. he can. So I so. mean, yeah, this I mean, this is the one team that you can be sure is really going to mess up that, that attacking midfield. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even, even if they don't have Vela, they, they'd have enough to yep. just mess, mess things up in the middle. And, and like, like we were saying, it is a really fine line. I mean, uh, if we go back to uh, like, we were talking about Montreal Atlanta a little while ago. That was a late goal, Eric, like 82nd minute, okay. something like that. Um, but Montreal had like 35% possession or something like that. Not nearly as many passes as Atlanta. Uh, they made five substitutions. Atlanta only made two. It, Atlanta's playing much like a team from a few years ago that we know about. Um, mm-hmm. it, and all it takes is, you know, that one little change to, to really throw things off. So, uh, this isn't really the matchup that you want to test out like something new with with both Dotson and Trap out. Yep. Um, but it's also Dang. a good time to good time to really test out your your second third string options because yeah yeah if, I mean if, at at the very least bare them, minimum yeah if you can see them in this game you'll know what they can do in in other games. Yeah, that's. I, mean, what I was just gonna say, like, we actually have a second team now, so they're at least they're getting playing time, and like nobody's just been like sitting on their butts for like two months. Right. Go. No, I'm. I'm just gonna say, like, this team's gonna start probably with a four-two-three-one, but I think that that shift, because we've always had a plan A, and the four-two-three-one is our plan A. We've never really had a secure plan B, and this last couple of games is the substitution of Bong and Danlati and changing information really turns into our, our our plan B and. We'll see if, 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 it, if it holds true on the road, right? I mean, we'll see if that works. Um, yep. But, you know, like 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 uh, Bridget said, it's a fine line. We can either tie or squeak out a win, or we can get blown out, <laughs> either one of those. And and whatever well, happens, is, it's just going to be what, what the game dictated, right? So I, I look forward to uh, opening up my phone at 6 a.m. and either smiling or throwing it across the room. The good times. Wow, 6 a.m., um, huh? Wow. <laughs> Minneapolis City, they start uh, their season on Mother's Day this coming weekend, week from today, in fact, uh, the 8th. 
That is a it's an afternoon match, if I'm not mistaken. Um, can't remember when kickoff is three o'clock. I think you're gonna take you take um, Lisa to that game, right? I need some luck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know if I'll be. I mean, I, maybe I can catch Heard a little bit. All well. Lisa wants see. for Mother's Day is to go to. Yeah, Mr. right. <laughs> exactly right. Oh. <laughs> Brutal. Maybe, maybe I, if she's I, having... I have to. I have to pave the bike route from our home to Augsburg <laughs> with truffles <laughs> and flowers, maybe. <laughs> a little champagne uh, stops along the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Right. Absolutely nobody. If, if they if they jacked our catalytic converter, thinking that I can like put chocolate out in the middle of the street and it'll stay there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's let's take a break and we'll do some internationals. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the show. Join the Patreon at patreon.com backwards slash Minnesota Football Show. And welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. Where we'll be talking about international news. It's <laughs> a great sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got allergies, Bridget. It's all over the <laughs> house. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Classic background Beautiful. sound in April and yes. May. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, it's going to be going May. But I said that last week, um, Avai hosted Goyaz. These are both teams that came up together in the uh, promotion. And uh, got to meet the your- new coach. How's your VIX subscription? How do you like in VIX so far? Oh, it's phenomenal. Love it. Yeah, you like Great. watching more Brasileira uh, or no? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Brasileiro, I've, I've caught a couple. Uh, I think I watched one Peruvian. I've watched a couple Colombian. Like, it's great. But, I mean, I'm, the, the breadth of the coverage is, is really surprising. They basically have everything from Colombia. Yeah. When I was at my dad's this past weekend, I caught a glimpse of like Universitario versus Sports Boy game uh-huh uh and you know awesome who plays name, for by Universitario, right right um oh the the villain right whatever his yeah, name andy is polo, can... right polo yes yeah and then andy polo like kept getting fouled like hard and i just kept laughing and pointing at the tv that was a great time yep. i like it a lot I, I highly recommend the the vix um where was i oh yeah so new coach Unfortunately named um, Jair. I'll just le- let that one sit for a second. Everybody knows that. Uh, but he's a, he's a young dude. Um, young-ish for a coach, so about our age, I guess. Um, it, it, this, this game was just ugly. It was a really ugly match. Um, they go up early, and it's basically 3-0 towards like the last 15 minutes. And then Goyaz woke up and realized there was a game. And they, they put in two. One was a penalty, but they lose 3-2. Um, let's go to some, well, I'll, I'll do this one. Cause I watched this one yesterday too. Th- this was a great, really interesting match. So this team, I, they're, they're so funny. Cause like two teams that are recently promoted that aren't that great. And, and they get beat by the other team. And then they go against the defending champions, probably one of the best teams in all of Colmebol, Atletico Mineiro. And they play them to a tie yesterday. <laughs> like what is happening? And again, this one looked like it was going to get away from them. Like, 
they, they did okay, but it just looked super sloppy in the back and in the midfield. Hulky, of course, gets one right before halftime. So it's 1-0 at half. Um, I put I put in the uh, Minnesota Football Show Instagram, I, I screenshot a very early classic Colmebol yellow of one of the Goyaz defenders just flying up front side kicking and the ribs the uh athletic player while he goes up for a header and the guy lifts up his shirt and it's just like bright red on his stomach right the folk <laughs> he's like complete marks are there he's like showing it to the ref he's like really that's a yellow i'm like oh yeah baby come boy yellow <laughs> <laughs> that's only a yellow you know yep you're yep. walking you're fine that's right that's right that's so right. they come back so vargas for uh, uh no apuji scores for first great header and then Vargas scores like right after like two minutes and then Elvis gets a penalty in the 80th and there's there's your final two two so it's, it's just I don't know what to do with Goyaz like they they lose against bad teams and they tie like the best team in the entire region so I don't I, I have no idea what's happening they're still firmly stuck in the in the relegation but I mean this is like third fourth game in so there's still plenty of time could change quickly but uh we'll see what the uh Unfortunately, named Jair can do. Jair, not Bolsonaro. Let's go back to Champions League. Uh, semifinals. We got uh, Man City and Real Madrid. I thought this one was going to be a blowout the way it started. Uh, I ba- basically turned on the TV and got a CKDB just do a spectacular diving header and score. It was beautiful and so early. Like they blew whistle blew and there it was. Um, that was became the fastest goal in Champions League semifinal history. And then shortly thereafter, Gabriel Jesus gets another one. KDB on the assist this time. Yeah, and so there it is. We're barely ten minutes in, and Real Madrid's already two 0 down. I was. I think the feeling was this thing's just going to be a, a blowout. Uh, Foden was absolutely destroying the entire left side of uh, Real Madrid with Carvajal and Militao. They were just getting owned. Like every time that guy got the ball, just took them both on, nowhere to be found. He is so fast. Or he just made them look slow. Maybe a combination of the two. But So anyway, I had to go do live stuff, so I had to put it away. Bridget and I, we were talking about this in the break. Come back in like the 80-something minute. And it's four to three. <laughs> so Real Madrid puts a, uh, a decent comeback in with Benzema scoring in the 33rd. And then also gets a PK. Uh, Junior gets one in the 55th. And uh, yeah, Foden does get his in the 53rd and still in the 74th. But there's your final four to three. So still a little bit of an advantage, Man City. But a little bit more drama actually going into the Bernabeu for this next round with only one goal off. So, I mean, if, if Real Madrid can not get, you know, punched in the face right away and actually hold on, this thing's kind of still up for grabs. Um, then the following day we had Liverpool and Villarreal. This is a fun one as well. Um, Villarreal are a very organized team is what I was noticing for like the first 15, 20 minutes. They were not making it easy for Liverpool to break through. I don't know if you got to watch some of the, the highlights, Bridget. I mean, eventually uh, they did. Spoiler, but it took some, a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looked like it was going to be a bit more bit more even than it turned out to be. I mean, they, they kept it uh, scoreless until second half. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately for Villarreal, it was an 
on goal for them first. Yep. Um, and then Mane with the with the final winning goal in the 55th minute for Liverpool. But the, if you watched like the first 20 minutes and then you look at the stats, um, it's like two very different games. Kind of nuts. 19 shots to one. Five shots on yeah. target to zero. 74% possession for yes. Liverpool. Uh, 740 passes versus 271. Uh, yep. And I feel like most of those 271 were probably in that first 20 minutes of the game. I think um, you're right. Just, That's just what I put in here. Like a, a very yeah. bold VODL strategy to just be like, come at us. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to sit back here and absorb. Just, we'll, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just clear a few balls out and uh, call it good. Um, yeah. yeah, just insane. So, I mean, second leg's going to be interesting. I think they can definitely. They can definitely make it difficult again and um, maybe make it a more even match second time around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well said. All right, Libertadores. We don't need to go through everything here. Should we um, – what's some of the surprising ones? Let's see. Deportivo Tachira. That's, that's an interesting one over Petrolero, two to one. Um Let's just let's just jump to the one that I know that we want to talk about here, Rodrigo. It's uh, Corinthians hosting Boca Juniors in uh, Group E. Corinthians win this two 0 but the story, the narrative that we posted on the on the Instagram and social media, was once again people being racist idiots and forgetting that there's hundreds of cameras on them, including like the match camera, the actual broadcast camera. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> yeah, a couple guys are doing. The, the macaco monkey chance and again like literally the, the match camera just like zooms in and like here he is right um found him and yep and, and it wasn't it wasn't time, like even where's wallow it was like literally like no. empty it was the empty <laughs> side of the stadium like, and there's like zoom. five guys <laughs> like it's like it wasn't like you know you know, it's a crowd. Yeah, the match camera plus beer, everybody right? else had their phones out too. It's like just in case you didn't see it, <laughs> there's 50 phones that are gonna capture it. I love the <sighs> fact that he was trying to look over the like the retaining wall, right, from one section to the other. Oh god. <laughs> and of course, right? <sighs> I mean, so bad. Um, you know that it was bad, but it's it's just funny that you know, like people forget that. You know, we live in the internet age, and the internet is forever. So I'm pretty sure. I think they didn't they find out who he was, and then you did. I was going to get to that. There, this was one of the the rare instances where there were was a direct consequence. Um, the MPs actually go in there. I think there's like two cops that take him out, and he is arrested. Um, I think whatever the charge was, it wasn't uh, wasn't super serious. He, he like spent a night in the can, and then he got bailed out. But you know. At the very least, he was he was locked up. You don't see that very often. You don't see anything. So it's sad. It just it just keeps happening, and just the uh, the brazenness yeah. of these people to be like, nobody's gonna catch me. <laughs> nobody's gonna see. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna yep. do it, guys. Uh, but oh look, I'm on TV. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, yep. mom. Mama, did you see me on TV today? Ugh, yeah, I would just love, like, if I was the, you know, the guard that threw him in the holding cell with a bunch of other people, he's like, oh, yeah, this guy doesn't, you know, 
Because it was in Corinthians, right? The game was being hosted. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. He was. He was. That's how he feels about you people. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yep. And he and he's a racist. Go ahead. Yep. All yours. All yours. He's gonna stay there for like eight hours. All right, come back. Let us know when you're done. That's right. Street justice. Oh yeah. I've 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 seen that film before. It doesn't go well. (laughs) On the next episode Um, of Street Justice. Where else you want to go, Rodrigo? What are some other ones that you were interested in, or any any? Well, any I mean, other, I, uh, I mean, Sporting Cristal Taller is one nothing. So, like, I don't even want to talk about, um, you know, the only highlight of the Peruvian league this this weekend was watching Andy Polo get hacked, um, mm-hmm. um, and that was probably the only bright light for me. But um, I think overall, I mean, you you have to talk about, um, you know, um, the strongest. Yeah, Bolivian the Bolivian teams doing their thing, right? Tying with Caracas, and then of course uh, Alianza Lima losing to Fortaleza. But uh, but who else was it? Uh, our favorite team, right? Our favorite Bolivian team, always ready. Man, they keep doing it. They tied two, it up two against Deportivo, Deportivo Cali. Cali. Yeah, they sure did. They sure did. And so that was. So I mean, look, look. go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Let's talk about Group E, though. Seriously. That's exactly what I was going to do. Yeah, Group E is is still very much up for grabs. Uh, Corinthians with six. Uh, Deportivo Cali and Always Ready both tied at four. And then Boca Juniors, amazingly, and right now out of it with three points, which is a, a strange thing to say. Um, so, so Boca you know, there's still a couple more rounds to go here, but yeah, who, who it, it's just Boca so open. Is it Deportivo or Always Ready? Uh, I will tell you that. One second. Yeah. Talk amongst yeah. yourselves. I just love that Boca Juniors. Like I'm a, you know, everyone knows me because I'm a, I, I grew up loving Boca. Like there's a picture floating in the internet of my brother in his room and like behind it, like we share the same room. There's posters of Gary Payton and there's a poster and there's pictures from uh, El Grafico, uh, which is a, a Argentinian newspaper where like Batistuta was at Boca Juniors when he celebrated the goals. Like I've, I've been a Boca Juniors fan for the team for a while. But yeah, you know, there are these racist a-holes that, you know, they're always around to do that kind of stuff. But it's just be interesting to see, like, if Boca Junior does not make it to a Copa Libertadores stage group, past the additional stage group, that's going to be really interesting. So they have always ready this Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. Is that going to be oh, yeah. a VIX? Because that'd be cool. I hope so. No, no, Libertadores isn't. They don't. So, so the big tournaments they don't have the rights to because those go to the other places. So they don't. Wait, do where's Libertadores being shown on? Is that on the Paramount? That'd be great if it was I think Paramount. it's BN. I hate BN. I know. Come on, conglomerate! Someone buy BN. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Let's go. Let's go to the any or Univision or whoever's doing. That's right. Movies. Yeah. Let's yeah. come on. Come on, capitalism. Do us a favor. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That never turns out good. <laughs> there are no favors. Right. There's no favors. Capitalism. There are oh, no you, favors. You want favors. Uh, no. But I mean, if ever there was a time, let, let, let's do it. Always ready. Be ready. That'll be a fun one. Um, Champions League, or CONCACAF Champions League, that is, CCL. We had our first leg final. Uh, Pumas hosting Seattle Sounders. It was essentially all Pumas for the most of the match, really. Um, kind of put Seattle on the uh, back foot. Did you stay and up then, to, uh, to watch this, Eric? I caught highlights. No, I did not. No, I did mm-hmm. not. But uh, take it away, though. Give, tell me what you saw, because it seemed like Lodero just kind of woke up towards the end and kept him in it. Did you, um, Bridget, did you watch this game at all? Okay. 
this was the most MLS after dark CONCACAF thing I've seen in such a long time. It was beautiful. I mean, Seattle was the one that was creating the opportunities majority of the time. But uh, Dineno, who's like the leading CONCACAF uh, score, uh, Pumas has this thing that uses, you know, maybe we should do, but like they use their fullbacks and they like to cross the ball really early. And so the first goal was a cross, beautiful cross. And then Dineno literally just gets untested and gets a free head around on goal. And it was great. And then, um, then in the 48th minute, like we have a controversial penalty kick, right? Like it looked like there was somewhat of a content, but I think there was also some embellishment. Um, I heard the extra time guys, like they they were all split on it. They're all arguing about it. But because they, you know, there was contact and the whistle was blown. Like if the whistle hadn't been blown, in a sense, and and then gone to review, I think it would have been different. Like, to me, it was just one of those, like, you know, let them play type of fouls, right? Um, but it was a foul. So, I get a PK, and um, Seattle keeper, remind me the name at the moment, it's escaping me, um, uh, blocks the first, um, blocks the first uh, PK, uh, Fryer, some Fryer. That's right, right. yeah. Uh, and he blocks the first one all pumped up, and then they have to go to VAR because his foot left the line before. Oh, that's right. I did hear about that. <laughs> and so then they had to do it again, and they score, right? And um, second half, things start becoming chippy. So that's 2-0 uh, at halftime to yep, Pumas. Mm-hmm, right. And so then Lodero, um, like he was doing well. Christian Rodon was getting beat the heck mm. like there's so many fouls on him like we complain about Reynoso this is like almost like a Reynoso foul type of game like hack him out his, like he was getting hacked everywhere and like specifically by the same player uh and then even get a yellow and so it was one of these were like wow and then like and then uh Rui Diaz missed on a sitter it was a cross and he and and he and he shouted out the goal and the keeper just happened to get a hand on it. I mean, the keeper was great, but the keeper was also talking a lot of trash, uh, which is great, right? But trash talking is always fun to watch. And um, there's this, uh, Rudias tries to shoot on a cross, and there's a sliding uh, defender, leaves their arm up, ball hits the arm, PK. So the arrow nice. comes up, right? Um, the the Pumas goalkeeper the whole time is talking trash to Lodero, trying to get into his head, bouncing around the line, doing all these different things, right? Lodero, Lodero scores, shoots, and scores. And I swear to God, we needed to have a lip-reading moment because I saw tu madre in, in Lodero's mouth come out and they were just like Boom. going at each other and just talking <laughs> trash and it was like I was like oh boy this is gonna be great and then like Pumas made their substitutions Seattle did as well and uh, for a long time you know it looked like you know like what you wanted as a Seattle team was either walk away with a tie or with a win like being down one goal is not that bad specifically if you're playing the last game at home right Unless I, right. so I was like, okay, okay, losing 2-1 is not bad. I said, you know, it's like you, you're able to take the weather conditions were horrible. It was like torrential rain in a sense, right? It was pouring a lot. And so like, uh, and it was one of those things where like, yeah, right? I mean, that was okay. And then um, 
The one person that had been fouled a lot was Christian Rodon. He was in the box and tried and had control of the ball and was going to turn his hips. And then he gets kicked in the leg. Mm. Right? Goes to VAR because the ball went out of bounds and it was going to be a goal kick, right? Goes to VAR. PK. And this and this is deep into uh, like yeah, we're stopping. Like, this is like 90, 98th minute. I think it was like like yeah. eight, nine minutes, like set, I don't know how much time extra time was. It was just horrible, right? Because like there were there were like head collisions, there was lots of things going on, it was crazy. And again, the Pumas goalkeeper talking trash again, trying <laughs> to get to Lodero's head, right? And I'm like, oh man, he's he, you know, Lodero's either gonna and Lodero perfectly executes it. The goalie gets aside, but just couldn't get a hand on it. And, you know, it just goes all crazy. Lodero starts talking trash. It looks like there's going to be, you know, it looks like they're going to be a fight eventually. And then the whistle blows at the end. And sort of got the goalkeeper and Lodero had to be, like, kept away from each other. I thought there was going to be a brawl. And I was getting Ah, so excited about it. I was like, oh, yes, they're going to fight. They're going to fight. They're going to fight. Because he was talking so much trash. And Lodero was probably using every bad swear word you could do. At the end of, uh, you can probably use it in the dictionary. Regardless, awesome finale. Like we were like in our household, like Nubia and I like yelled when the second penalty was awarded. Like we were like, "What?" To the point that all my dogs, the dogs that were sleeping on the couch, had literally jumped up like so much <laughs> about my. And it was like you know, and like like yeah, it was great. No, it was great. It was great. And looking forward to you know, um, um, to Star Wars Day, and have. Uh, um, Seattle um, has a really good opportunity to be the first team to from the MLS to actually win this tournament in this cup. And I think, you know, so you I think got, they've already yeah, sold so, 60,000 tickets. So that's what I it's going to be packed. Well, Marshawn Lynch's little promo was pretty spectacular. <laughs> oh, my God. Dro- dro- dropping F-bombs every three seconds. That's that was good. amazing. <laughs> Lynch, Marshawn is literally like, I don't like – I watched the uh, what was the series that he did with uh, Bleacher Report? Oh my god, I still watch that from time to time. Like Marshawn Lynch, the funniest thing about the whole like video is there's a point where he's like he's kicking, he's he's kicking balls like soccer balls, right? And like he's toe kicking, he's got no form, he's got bad form, but he's skying them like to the second second, <laughs> like the ball just like a woof, you're like holy cow, that's like. I've never seen a goalkeeper even kick that hard. He's just kicking it like there's nothing. And I was like, oh, yes, Marshawn Lynch. I he's I want Marshawn Lynch. He's a to, smart to dude, too. Like, he, he, he is, he's an yeah. intelligent guy. Yeah. No, he is. He, and he invests. He's he's bought a, he's, he's part owner of a hockey team. He's also part owner mm-hmm. of the Oakland Roots. Oh, mm-hmm. co-owner or whatever. He has money in the Oakland Roots. So it's like, it's like. Right, right, right. He's putting his money with, you know, what is he always to take care of your money and your mentals, right? That's exactly what he's doing, mm-hmm. right? And like. Mm-hmm. Every Doritos, every NFL, I'm, he's making money off of that. And I'm so happy for him because he's so real and so approachable in a type of sense. And I'm like, hell yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, the MLS uh, lets him be part of the commentary during this game, at least for like five minutes. Oh, because it's going to be so Please. fun. Please. Un- uncensored. Uncensored. Um, that'll be a lot of fun. So May the 4th. Yeah, we got bet- between... The Champions League in Seattle, two-two, hopefully making history, and then and then Group E in uh, Libertadores also exploding, always ready. Boca and Deportivo Cali and Corinthians. There's there's gonna be a lot of fun, football, while the uh, the Jedi's are doing their thing. Let's go to EPL really quickly. 
Rodrigo probably doesn't want to talk about it, but uh, Bridget, 1-0 over his Newcastle. The race continues. Um, I guess the, the implication there, Man City blew out Leeds uh, 4-0, so the race continues. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Worth mentioning I mean, that Jesse Marsh got Jesse, got in a, I was gonna say Jesse Marsh. Like, line judges, yes, got, got a yellow card. <laughs> I saw that Raj immediately. That was the highlight of the week. <laughs> yes, he's like, we've made history. First American manager to ever be carded in the EPL. That's awesome. <laughs> Spectacular. Spectacular. Um, I think the last thing I have for the good news is this is coming from Amapá, way in the... Uh, Brazilian Amazon, San Gabriel da Cachoeira. And I, I have the person's name somewhere. I thought so. Oh, maybe not. Oh, there you go. Ines um, Telis. And she is a indigenous woman there. And basically she organized the first ever, it sounds like, uh, professional or semi-pro women's team there of all native indigenous Brazilians and, and now they're actually getting some support and hopefully like building something where they can actually have a league and teams. Um, so cool. It was good to see. But yeah, this, this is like deep, deep Amazonia. That's awesome. We'll leave yep. with that good news instead of, and um, instead of an update from the hope solo situation. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that's always good. That's, so. that's all I got. Yeah. Let's see if we have anything else. We'll see what happens with Lunars tonight. And uh, Lunars? Lunars. Yeah, the Loons. The Lunars. The Lunars? I've never heard the Lunars. I don't expression. know. The Lunars. E R S instead of U N A R S. That takes too much. It takes too much. I'm going to yeah, drop Wait, it. Wait, what? I'm confused now. Dead already. If it, did, it didn't work on you, okay. Rodrigo, so it's, it's, dead. it's dead. That one's out. Yeah. <laughs> it's out. It's out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have a lot to talk about next week between uh, CCL, Libertadores, and where Valoons, okay? Minnesota what about, United, what about the, dos, the, the, the Dose Loons? The Dub Loons? Oh, okay, here we go. Dub Loons, Dose Loons. What's yeah. the third name? I, I, I can't keep like, track. M2UFC or something? I, I don't know. Yeah, it's M2. Yeah, John can John can go ahead and argue with me on Twitter on that. Dubloons, whoever called them the original, like yeah. Are, are you what, what's going on? Are, are, is is Twitter still going to be a thing? Are you are you going to let Musk like knock you guys around, or are you piecing out into the uh, into the more anarcho freedom verse like me? Are you gonna... <laughs> I got I got out before it got I mean, hot. Now you guys are gonna you're gonna get musked. <laughs> I, I think I'm kind of stuck with it for now. I mean that's that's how I yeah. I mean do most what's, what's, of what's... do most of my work. So. I mean, if Elon Musk brings back Donald Trump, all I got to do is silence and mute both of them. And then, yeah, I, mean, I, I think I already have them both muted. So yeah, well, I've never. Yeah. So I'm like, I mean, it's not like, yeah, it's not like it was owned by. I think one of the tweets I saw was it's not like Twitter was owned by Greenpeace to begin with. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> well, and it's like. Everybody's like, oh, there's all these great alternatives on Instagram. Like, you know, Instagram is still Zuckerberg, right? (laughs) Let's go back to Friendster. (laughs) You can join me on Mastodon. All 10 of us. It's fun. (laughs) There's only 10 of you. That's awesome. Uh, Oh, I'm back. Do you play D&D while you're at it? Since there's only 10 of you, I'd be like, I'm the... 
I'm, I'm the dungeon yeah, master. Yeah, they made they basically made their D and D chat room into that's a social right. media site. You know, Pretty let's much. just talk about everything here. That's right. Leave everything. Much. <laughs> talk about elves. It's a, it's a very very successful anti-capitalist social media revolution of 10. <laughs> right, 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 right. While we're at it, let's, let's get off Zoom too, right? At the if cat, if everyone brings a friend, you can double it to 20. That's right. That's, That's right. Uh, well, thank you both. Always good to see you. Um, thank you, listeners. Yeah. Um, oh, Patreon.com backslash MN football show for the good yeah. stuff Let, over there. Yeah, there's Stop always it. good stuff there. Um, we're gonna work probably work on some other stuff to to release. Like I really want us to watch like some of these highlights and just like watch our reactions and some of those things that are happening and then just release that as an audio or video clip or whatever else we decided to do. But um on my birthday, which is you know last uh Monday? No, it was Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was Monday. Thanks, Santi. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Whiskey was too good. That's what it's all I know. I can't remember what it was. But um, I released an album, and there's a track with uh, with Eric on it on there that we like had. We recorded back like in 2012. That's how bad I am as an artist. Like I record something and I finish a project and I don't release it until 15 years later. But anyways, we did that at was that the one at uh, Brandon's place? Yeah, Sunday Moss. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, the yeah. studio thing called. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. Like. Uh, I remember that and so i was like all right good so so oh yeah i was just impressed that i remember my band camp password from like 2013 like that's like the highlight <laughs> of like i'm not that old guys i remember my band camp password from 2013. nice all right hasta luego go do See some ya. uh labor day some some uh there, there's things going down and over here not too far from me on uh, lake and bloomington and there's probably other events as well and uh, we'll catch up all the football for next week. And who knows? Maybe there'll be a first ever MLS CCL champ. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. Rudy Diaz, Golden Boot Watch. There you go. <laughs> Ciao. Bye.